0: Caught up earlier today with Merlin Mark Johnson of Salazar Resources. There's an update to the interview we did with him a couple of weeks ago because they've just raised some money. He talks us through uh, how much, why, and where. Uh, if you want to have thoughts and opinions on that conversation and their plans, you can get that at slash club We can also find lots of detailed company reports and analysis. Uh, there are summaries of other interviews that we've done just to save you some time. There's commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of commodities and companies, which I think you might find quite interesting plus their training courses help you with your own diligence process plus a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice safe friendly environment free from trolling abuse and judgment wouldn't that be nice so do go along cruxinvestor.com forward slash club i think you might like it merlin how are you doing
1: sir hello yes good thanks how are you
0: not too bad you were on a couple of weeks ago this is kind of like part de Of the uh, Salazar interview, I suspect, because something came, uh, something happened yesterday. We saw it, we thought we'd uh, get an update because I think you were straining to tell me last time, but you couldn't. You've raised some money.
1: Yes, we've raised some money. Uh, We have done a placement for 18.6 million shares at 35 cents to bring in $6.5 million Canadian or about 5 million US.
0: Fantastic. And why have you done this? Because when we've talked, you've You've had uh, money, you've had regular income from your uh, JV with uh, Adventus on the El Dermo project, from the drill drill bits, management uh, fees, etc. So you didn't really need the money, did you?
1: Well, uh, th- the income that we get is fantastic. Um, we, as you say, we get it from 3 sources, from the drilling that we do, um, we get it from advanced royalties, and we get it from a management fee. Um, and that income is about somewhere between one and two million dollars. And it covers the g and it covers the holding position in Ecuador and it covers uh, general low cost uh, exploration such as mapping and sampling and uh, bit of soil geochemistry. But it doesn't really fund uh, active drill programs. And uh, we've been talking about in the, in the last interview and in the news releases we've been, been talking about having our busiest year ever. Um, and we've got three new projects to drill. We're drilling Osos oss- at the moment. We'll be drilling uh, Ruminiawi next, uh, and then Santos, and then Makara. And um, we've needed we, we it was gonna it was gonna be tight on the funds. And um, we've got about a million dollars, um, just under. Um, well, sorry, the the last published account figure from September was two point four million dollars Canadian. And if you as a general rule of thumb for exploration companies around the world you can say that their drilling cost is around 250 to 300 dollars per meter in normal operating environments obviously if you're in a a much higher cost kind of helicopter um fly-in heli supported camp it's or a very remote camp it can be more than that Uh, or if you're doing extremely deep drilling it can be more than that but for regular easy exploration you can budget about 250 dollars Per meter, all in, and we've got three projects coming up. Uh, phase one drill program about a three thousand meters in on each one, so you need about a million dollars between seven hundred and fifty thousand and a million dollars per project. Um, and we've got one ongoing, three coming in, and it just made sense to be able to accelerate our program uh, and be absolutely secure on the funding side with doing that capital top up.
0: Right. Okay. So you've, it sounds like you're allocating that equitably. So that says to me, you're not quite sure who the Hero project is, or the fl- the flagship project is. That's something that you've yet to determine.
1: Yeah. And we, I've been saying that consistently for uh, for a while now. Uh, we want to do the phase one drilling on all of our projects so that we can work out, as we say, which one is the flagship and which ones would be suitable for partnership and which one would be suitable for us to keep, because we absolutely want to keep one. Hundred um, percent, so that we can do a resource drill up, because that's really where the value growth comes um, for exploration stocks. When you do an, uh go from an exploration target through to a um, first phase resource.
0: But wouldn't it be better? I mean, wouldn't the market like it if you just spent a lot of money on one asset, you know, develop that um, project to a point where you knew a lot more about it? But because what, what's what's a million and a half bucks going to tell you on each one of these projects?
1: Oh, uh, you can make a discovery on a, on a, on a small program. You can also work out which ones are going to uh, have the scale and the grade to really take it forward. So you also don't want to do a farm out on a project that you don't really properly understand. So before you go into a partnership deal on a license area, for example, you want to really have drilled it so that you understand what the geology is so that you can um, negotiate farm out terms on the From a position of um, the best knowledge that you've got, and equally, uh, on a three thousand metre drill program, uh, you can get uh, you can can make you can of course you can make a discovery. Um, Sometimes the 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 true discovery hole can come later in the phase, but you can absolutely work out which projects going to need the next phase, kind of phase two, a bigger drill program to drill it out. But
0: uh, again, just sort of the way that people perceive these things, there's lots of stories. Early stage stories out there. So you're fighting against a lot of white noise uh, of people saying pretty much the same thing. So how, you know how much information or what type of information are you going to be able to garner from this the, the spend that's going to help you stand out? Why, why should people be looking at you guys at the end of this process?
1: Okay, perhaps can I answer that question in a slightly different way? Um, one of the other features of this capital raise that we've done is that we've uh, introduced a number of institutions into Salazar Resources. Um, the placement was 18 million shares, um, but actually we've um, identified and lined up kind of a, a cross between uh, uh, other shareholders and new institutions. So we've got the, the total um, shares in new hands is above 25 million, probably closer to 28 million dollars. Significant volume went through yesterday on a number of crosses, and. We've introduced new, new institutions from the UK and from Australia, interestingly, um, into Salazar. We've been speaking to those institutions for um, months, uh, some of them over a year, um, about the investment case in Salazar, which of course is um, got the foundation stone of El Domo as the carried interest there, which is hugely valuable. But equally, uh, it's the, it's the um, geological potential and the ability of our team to unlock that geological potential in Ecuador. So there are um, there have been some spectacular discoveries in Ecuador. Um, the Warenza project through Solaris, um, um Sol Gold up in Cascabel um, and Porvenir now, um, you know, there, there, there are a whole series of these of these great deposits which have been discovered in Ecuador. Those are the copper ones, and of course, you've got uh, lumina gold with Cangrejos. And so if you actually want to find large-scale projects anywhere in the world, sitting at surface with good grade and scale, one of the places you want to go to is Ecuador. Now, um, we've got a team that's made 8 of the 10 um, discoveries uh, of of economic deposits in Ecuador. Um, Anything that's of the 10 projects in Ecuador that have had more than 50000 meters of drilling done in them, our team has um, got their discovery DNA in 8 of those. Um, we've got a, a second to none um, community relations. Uh, we've got a kind of a, a CSR program that is absolutely superlative in country. So we can really work with the local communities, which is a critical factor in Ecuador. And so these quality institutions are investing in Salazar resources to make the next discovery, which is going to drive value off the back of the growing value from El Domo as it is. So what we can we bringing this back to your point, what can we hope to discover in the first um, phase of drilling in the next 12 months, remember that we've been putting this package of licenses together for the last 13 years. Freddie's been looking at Rumi Niawi, for example, for 20 years and well, over 20 years and we've been having dialogue with the community for over 15 years. These are high grade, large scale targets that we're going to be drilling in the next 12 months in a sense it doesn't really matter whether we um define a resource or, or you know the, the the actual um how far we get in the next 12 months is not so critical as def- as working out which one of the three or the four license areas that we have is going to be our flagship project and you can absolutely do that with a first phase drilling program sorry that's a massively long answer but i hope it Gets closer to um what you're looking for. Well, well, it, it does because
0: the next question was going to be around you know what, what what were the debates internally with the board as to how you go about allocating uh, capital and how in the best way so that the market reacts. I mean, you've had a good response last year. We went from sort of fifteen cents to over thirty cents, you know, thirty-five at one point, um, and which is great. But um, you're still of a certain size, of which there are many. So you, you I just wanted to know that. You, You've thought about the process for talking to the marketplace, and um, are able to, you know, articulate why you've chosen this way to allocate the, the capital. You've got a lot of choice. I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to uh, forget that, you know, Freddie was the sort of country manager for Newmont and Country, so he, he knows what the good stuff is. Um, it's a question of how quickly you can find it. <laughs> and tell the market you know, um, how you're going to find it um, and take advantage of what is a very positive Gold and Copper bull market at the moment.
1: Okay, uh, lots of stuff to unpack in that. Um, I, I would say that one of the things is that the, um, the world is hungry for good Copper projects. Um, uh, the CEO of BHP uh, in January or February last year um, put out a statement saying that they were going to be uh, shrinking the the coal and the petroleum division and moving towards the the copper and the nickel divisions. And actually, if you look at their um, the makeup of their various divisions, it's much easier for them to grow in copper than it is in nickel. Um, uh, Mark Bristow, the CEO of uh, Barrick, uh, said that he's going to be focusing on copper gold projects as well. And um, if you look at where the big Copper-Gold projects are, they are in Ecuador and, in fact, BHP is already in uh, Ecuador and um, the team at Barrick, I'm sure, are looking at Ecuador as well. But it's not just those two. You know, Right across the board, uh, one of the key assets to define, uh, one of the key targets would be major Copper-Gold projects. So we're absolutely in that wheelhouse of where the, the industry is going. Um, gold prices are well supported. Um, copper prices, everyone is talking about a shortage of supply. And so, um, absolutely, that is the strategy to make a big discovery there. Um, talking about how we actually kind of grow value, you were saying that we've had this um, increase in value from 15 cents to 30 cents and now 35 cents. Um, if you actually look at our market capitalization in US dollar terms, uh, we're at about $35 million at the moment. Now, as El Domo advances towards completing the feasibility study and getting the mine permit, we can see that that discount to NPV being um, shrunk, and that value marching from 35 million dollars towards 50 and then beyond. Um, we think a fair value is much closer to 100 million dollars than it is to 50 million dollars. But gradually over the next 12 months, we expect that to be reflected in the share price as we get that gradual improvement. Now, what Will be the kicker on top of that will be, will come from the 100% held exploration portfolio that we are now able to drill and drill quickly. And so I think that is the kind of the key investment case. You know, why should we invest in Salazar today? It's because the underlying story is growing in value. And now we've got the, the drill rigs lined up for first room in Yawi, which is a copper gold target right on the trend with Cascoel and Yuri Magua. And then we're going into Santos, which is just east of Cangrejos, and we've got 2,200 um, hectares there with porphyries and breccias. And then it moves, then the rigs move down to Macara, where we're just over the border from the huge and rich Tambo Grande VMS deposits. Um, so lots going on, lots of value drivers in that.
0: Okay, well, look, um, stay in touch. Let us know, you know, how you're getting on, because it's it's always been an intriguing uh, story for us with a lot of potential, and I guess this money will help you accelerate um, the delivery timeframe. Uh, it certainly
1: will. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, CruxInvestor.com, and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn.